Welcome, Switched On crew. Dan here with today's signals around using your energy for good. With me is Robert McKenzie, owner of Macaws Black Angus in Australia. A great quote from Robert in the episode, try and help more people make the world a better place. Come join us and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Today, I want to welcome Robert McKenzie to the show. I'm excited to have him on. Robert is the owner of Macaws Australian Black Angus Beef Company, and he has uh, some really interesting approaches uh, to what he does with his animals and his land and other things, and I'm excited to have him with us, and I'm going to ask Robert to give him a little bit more background about himself, and then we'll dive in. Welcome, Robert. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dan, and um, and welcome all of your followers and all of the listeners. So, yeah, my name's Robert McKenzie. I'm the fourth generation beef producer in our family. I'm very proud of that. Uh, the business or the, the stems back from 1884, where my my grandfather's aunties uh, raised my grandfather on the east coast of Australia, uh, a couple of hours north of of Sydney uh, in the Hunter Valley and uh, in 1884 they, um, they they had some cattle and it's just slowly grown from there and it's really gr- good I suppose to be able to say that you know we're on the fourth generation beef producer of an amazing family operation and I'm glad that I'm in the business. Uh, we export beef all around the world um, not much into the U.S., but maybe after today we might be there on the <laughs> menu. Yeah, it looks like you guys have a pretty big export business to a lot of the Asian countries from what I could could gather. Is that your biggest market? Yeah, look, our biggest market was the China market. Um, this year it's taken a hit. It's taken um, a big hit. So we had to diversify relatively fast and open up some other opportunities so we're moving product into the middle east into palestine singapore all those asian countries now it's going really good for us and yeah it was a mistake to have all our eggs in one basket um look i still value our relationships uh with some great people in in china and we just hope that um we're back in there in the strength we were in 2021 yeah, well, that's great. And in getting to know you a little bit and and know your operations, the one thing that I found really amazing was I was looking at the your beautiful farms, and I was I was uh, commenting to to Sarah. I said, you know, if I if I have to come back as a cow, I really want to come back on one of their properties because they're the most beautiful looking places I've seen. You you have some beautiful pieces of land. Yeah, no, thank you very much. We've we've grown a lot in the last 12 years and we've strategically bought uh, property in key locations along that east coast of Australia where, you know, the water's abundant, uh, produces great grasses, great, great cattle. It's funny you say that um, on a LinkedIn post, and I, I use LinkedIn a lot and I, I love it, and on a LinkedIn post I had a bull and a cow and a, and a calf there and the bull was scratching himself 
we've we've built some of these cow scratches, um, and the bull was scratching himself on this scratcher, and the and the cow was scratching herself, and the calf walked over, and and I think the comment was, "Wow, mum and dad, thanks for living here," <laughs> and, and 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 that's that's actually what I want the cows to think. I want them to think. Crikey, this is a great place to live because yeah. uh, I think it's a great place to live, and I want them to think the same. <laughs> well, it definitely, uh, it definitely has a lot of natural beauty to it. So, the uh, wanted to explore a little bit with you about that relationship with the land and your animals. It, it, it sounds like you have a pretty unique philosophy and approach to that. Can you share a little bit about your thought process there? Yeah, I think I think it's who I am. Um, I think respect is key to success, and whether that's respecting, um, you know, your customers or whether it's respecting your neighbour. But in your in your comment there, it's respecting the animals. Look, I think we have to respect the animals, um, and and we do, uh, we do respect the animals, their upkeep, their well being their happiness, their health is paramount to our success. And it's actually easy to do. It's easy to give them what they need. Just think, well, if I was here, what do I want? Um, and then just give them, the, give them the same. Yeah. Just recently watched a, a movie called um, Herd. And it was it's about a, a lady that has a large herd of horses in uh, Colorado area, but she's turned it into a, a large scale healing retreat for people from all over the world. And yep. they come and they bond with the horses and the horses heal them. And in, in the movie, there's actually one, one individual that came there and bonded with one of her cows versus the horses. And, you know, she yep. ended up having an amazing healing experience just from the energy transfer from, from the cow. It's really, if you haven't seen the movie, it's, it's quite an enjoyable one to to watch. Well, I'll definitely be watching that, and I'm glad you said that because we just donated. Um, it was it was funny. It was it was um, we just donated a cow and a calf, and also the cows pregnant to a a school so they could develop an agricultural, I suppose, a section in their school. Um, but what really sold it is they adjoin a retirement home with a lot of old people and can, you know, I said, can they enjoy the animal at the same time? And they said they can because the fence is right there near their garden. So I'm hoping that the elderly in this retirement home can get, I suppose, the same experience as what you just said that lady got from that, from that horse. So Look, cows can be friendly and, and they're quiet. You know, when you see a baby calf, can you imagine being in a retirement home and going out and seeing this calf grow and the cow and coming over to eat a piece of bread? So I'm hoping that that cow gives uh, this retirement village some some love and some joy too. So that's I'll definitely be watching that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty powerful um, show and and the lady that wound up having the relationship with the cow in the show, it was, it was stunning. You know, she was laying in the pen, you know, laying with her head on the, the, the chest of the cow and 
you know, she, she wound away, wound up after a week being, you know, incredibly impacted by the, the love and the, the, the compassion that was transferred between them. So it, it, it definitely um, reframed for me even more the impact uh, that the relationship can have. Maybe the cat doesn't judge. I think that's a great point, right? It's just mm-hmm. no judgment and just yeah. acceptance and, 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 and unconditional love. Yeah. No, for sure. No, I'll yeah. be watching that. Yeah, good. That, that one's a, a fun one. You'll have to ping me uh, after you watch it and let me know what you thought. Um, I will. You know, when you um, look at this, you know, kind of the, the whole process of developing your business and developing your philosophy, uh, as I was telling you in the pre-show, um, one of the things that struck me was a statement you made about how you were approaching to, to build the, the well-being of Australia as a, as a tremendous you know, market and a tremendous place. And um, in there, you were going to thrive because the whole thrived. And I just mm. think that lens, as you and I talked about, it's so impactful for today's world to think that way. And you had some brilliant things to say about that. So I'd love for you to share a couple thoughts around that. Yeah, look, um, as I was saying to you earlier on, I think it's, I think it's um, so much easier for, for me to promote our country and what we deliver. Now, the same as your, your great country, and I've, I've been there and, and, and I love it and I, I respect it and I respect the people. Um, but obviously, where you live, you think's the best. Right. <laughs> and and in, in, some, in some ways, I think that um, ours, ours is the best. <laughs> We've got to be very diplomatic here. Um, but, look, it's easy for us to promote our green, our clean um, environment. It's There's no doubt. Look, we're, we're, we're 0.3% of the world population. You know, we're 26 million people. We've got a, a, a massive country, uh, lots of... You know, you can you can drive a long, long way and not see not see any people, and it's pristine, and the waterways are pristine, the air is pristine, and the grass is pristine, and it's easy to promote that throughout Asia when that's what they want. They want the fresh, green, clean product, and and we're the food bowl of Asia, and we're close. And it's easy to get the product there via air, via sea. And if we can all work together as a, you know, a collective and let's promote that good news story and it just flows on from there that, you know, we're a, we're a seller of, of Australian beef uh, like many people. But I don't care whether you buy my beef as long as you buy Australian beef. Uh, throughout those Asian Asian countries, and there's enough room for Australian beef, and there's enough room for American beef. There's enough room for South American beef, and we all have, you know, different, I suppose, different um, thought process how to promote that. It's just that we promote as green, clean product, yeah. and we have great support from industry the government to help promote that so why not promote that uh, and promote it as a whole and we do that well yeah 
Yeah, I was um, years ago, I was really struck that I'd never really thought about just how big the landmass of Australia actually was. And when I when I got more educated about it, I was actually so surprised at just how big the area is. And like you were saying, for the amount of people and the amount of landmass, it's uh, there's a lot of pristine uh, area still still untouched or very little touch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I drove right around the outside one uh, one year. It was twenty six thousand kilometers, so it's a long way. <laughs> that is, that is that is quite a trip. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh my gosh, the um, yeah. Another thing that we talked about um, that I wanted to spend a little bit time talking about was this approach you've had to kind of building the the family legacy and continuing it on by branching out your business to give opportunity for the next generation. And I see a lot um, that I've seen a lot of it in business, you know, here where that thought process hasn't really been thought about. And as a result, the next generation down, it just doesn't carry on because there isn't lanes for everybody to be in. And I think uh, when I read that, it really struck me that that was a a neat thought process that you've gone through. So love for you to share a little bit on that. Look, it's very important for family business, no matter how big, no matter how small, it's very important for the family business to remember that there's a next generation. And you got to remember, if you grow up in a family, you grow up in a family and every day, you know, mum and dad's talking about this business and it's a part of your life and you spend your, your weekends or your afternoons or your mornings or your holidays working in that business. I think it's naturally occurring that you expect that or, or you want to be in that business. But as you get older, you might resent it a little bit, uh, but how do you make it exciting for your kids? How do you make it that they want to be a part of it? Now, this is this is funny because it's I was the only child um, and I haven't, I haven't experienced it. I haven't understood, you know, how it would happen if I had siblings. But I looked at it very early on that, you know, my kids and I love them so much and they just mean the, you know, the world world to me and I've always been that really hands-on father. And I wanted to make it that they still wanted to be involved in the business because how good is it to still have your kids want to spend time with you? And I'm lucky at the moment and they're, you know, 28, 26, 25. They still want to you know, be with me, which is good, but I've got to make it exciting. Now, just because I'm doing this doesn't mean that they have to be a part of the business. That's entirely up to them. But I just hope one day that if, and at the moment they are, they look back and say, well, I'm glad I was able to take this path and I was glad I was able to take this path and make something great because I have opened up a couple of different arms of the business where it could sustain a family and it could sustain their family if they wanted to. Now, if they choose not to take that, that's okay. It's just a part of our whole umbrella that will be run as a whole. But I just wanted to make uh, a couple of changes and I think that they're exciting changes uh, when when uh, when they jump in on it, especially yeah. beef sport. You can travel, you meet 
meet amazing people like you uh, and Sarah. And, and look, I've met so many people around the world from this and it's been amazing. Um, so that's what I've done. I've tried to do it different and open up different arms of our businesses so it can sustain family members if they choose to. Yeah, that, that's good. I mean, it's great foresight and, and, and thinking ahead and uh, doing some planning there that I think is obviously it's, it's paying off uh, already for you. The um, another thing that we had talked about and just exploring a little bit is the, this concept of uh, respect and you had mentioned it and, you know, the respect is the key to success is the quote I had written down. Um, and that is a, a, you know, just a powerful statement and a powerful concept. And I'd love to get you to talk a bit more about, you know, your operating principles around that. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to talk about that because it's, I'm passionate about that. And I believe it's I believe it's true. So let's just take um, through 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 my whole life. It was rammed into me to respect people, and I've always seen my mother and my father do as much as they can for other people, and and that's what I do. I know in the in the pandemic, I donated beef jerky to the New South Wales Ambulance Service. We gave food to a, a charity in Sydney that fed homeless people. I actually got on and, 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 and did some social media right at the start and thanked first responders. I suppose the first responders came from what I saw in, in, in the US. I actually reached out to CNN. They never rang me back um, and, and said, can I, you know, can I give my thanks to what's going on over there? Uh, we, we do it like, like donating that cow to the school and the retirement home. Uh, that's all respect for other people and give back as much as you can. And as I said before, it might be only giving just a little bit, but that little bit is a massive amount for one person or for a charity. But um, we have in Australia, Are You OK Day? And it's just, I suppose, for mental health. And I thought in 2020, mental health is pretty is pretty well up there. So I put myself and my team, uh, man the phones and, and spread the word. If you, got, you want to have a chat, just give us a call and let's have a chat about anything. So respect is, is everything. So we go into, into business. Um, I respect our competitors. I respect our customers. For instance, I've been to China uh, 15 time, 14 times in the last five years and I respect their culture, I respect their values and I respect, uh, you know, how they, how they do business and I've developed some amazing relationships in China because I go there with an open mind and an open heart uh, and it's a, tough, it's, a tough, it's a tough place to do business, don't get me wrong. Um, but you know, you get knocked down, you get back up again, but you know, no matter where you do business, you might have some, some issues, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of good, there's a lot more good, um, business results than bad. So if you have a bad one, just don't blame uh, that on your next, on your next customer, respect them and 
just get get into it. But the most is respect the land, respect the cattle, respect the people that work for you, uh, respect the government, respect all that. I think if uh, we all respect, it makes the world a better place. I've always hoped that uh, after COVID, more and more people would respect and value life uh, and and care about other people. And I hope that that's what we get out of COVID. I hope in 2021 we look back on 2020 and see how tough it was for so many people and, and put our hand out and try and help more people make the world a better place. You know, obviously there's a few issues out there at the moment and let's hope that uh, that gets resolved. Yeah, you know, we... We definitely are in a time that some of what's going on, I, I never expected to be seeing it, you know, in my lifetime, some of the, you know, some of these things that are manifesting. But I do think the um, the hope that you have that, you know, we all look at this and that as we move forward, we can operate with kind of more respect in all ways. Uh, and, you know, the <clears throat> probably the biggest thing I've been learning over the last seven plus years was really, you know, I had, I had gone the corporate route. And so I had gotten pretty far away from nature um, in my day-to-day life, but I'd always, nature was always so profound on me whenever I went and spent real time in it from the ocean to the mountains, to wherever I was. And I found that the more I respect my interactions and my time with nature, and really get calm in nature that the better I become as a human uh, in the way I operate. So uh, you have a real (laughs) gift of, you know, what you operate is you guys are operating in some wonderful nature, but it is, uh, I think it's important for all of us to not lose that connection. Mm, I agree. I think it also helps respect yourself too, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, another question I ask everybody is around um, if people could walk away with today, you know, with one thing and one thing to take away, one idea, one comment, one thought, um, what would you want people to, to walk away with? Let's respect more people. Let's, let's, let's respect our family, respect our friends, respect our neighbours, respect other countries respect other cultures and that goes for those cultures vice versa and I think respect can go a long way and in a time where we need that respect to bring countries and communities and and cultures and and trade uh, together we need to show that um, we, we we respect everyone and that's that's on the government level too that's on the business level, that's on the personal level, that's in the street and that's at, that's at work. And, you know, I know that, you know, the US needs that as much as Australia and any other part of the world. Um, let's, let's start 2021 as a fresh, all right? So forget our, our past and, and everything's moving forward and shake hands, respect, or you can't shake hands now. You might have to <laughs> clip the elbow. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's so that's my, that's my word. Respect. Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's a good reminder. I was watching a, a documentary last night and 
uh, the individual was saying, look, we're all so hard on ourselves. Be kind to yourself, be sweet to yourself. And, and then that sweetness will come out. And I, I do believe that there's uh, so much that we all are comparing with everybody else and all the judgment and all this stuff that if we can learn to be kind to our ourselves, then that will ripple out to, to, to others. So when I, when I listen to your, you know, that respect and I, and I just think of, man, if we can all just let, let's start 21 being kind to ourselves and let that ripple out to being respectful mm-hmm. and kind to, to, to everybody. I look, I, I agree. You, you mentioned, you mentioned energy when we spoke earlier on, you know, yeah. you're driven by energy and I, and I think I'm the same, you know, I have a lot of energy and I like to try to pass my energy off to other people and I use my energy for, for I suppose, the, for good and everyone has energy, hidden energy and once you start to release it, I think you just it just compounds and just gets better and better and better. You know, I think we all need to just look at ourselves and say we're good people uh, and let's let's start afresh and um, don't don't hesitate to reach out if there's a problem or ask for help. I know in Australia it would be the same over there. We have you know, our government you know, has a lot of a lot of avenues to reach out, whether it's trade, whether it's personal, whether it's mental, whatever it might be. So um, you know, don't hesitate to reach out if you've got some issues or some problems or some advice or whatever it might be, but. We're all good people. Let's just let's just give that positive energy, eh? Yeah, everyone. Yeah, de- definitely. So the the last question and re- and wrapping up is around my cauliflower moment question, and yeah. uh, this is really around um, if you had a belief that kind of wound up not working for you and taken down down a road, and you had to reframe it. Um, it, what does it strike within you? And, you know, I, you had a really, in our pre-show discussion, you had a really cool take on this. So I wanted you to kind of articulate out what came to your mind as, as I had brought that up. Mm. Well, as you said, you didn't like what corn flour, but now uh, you, cauliflower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but now you do. Um, I didn't like Brussels sprouts and I still don't br- like Brussels sprouts, <laughs> but I tell myself they're good for me. Um, I think I've never had that. I've always seen the positive. Um, I choose not to see any 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 negatives, and there is no negatives. Everything's got you've got the ability to 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 you know work around things, make things happen, make things change. So I've always looked at um, everything as as a positive and a learning curve. And even even when I went to school, and I struggled at school. I um I left school when I was 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 fourteen and nine months and went and worked on the farm and and started a couple of my own businesses whether it was milking a cow by hand, growing some vegetables or whatever it is. I just tried to always look at the positive. So I'm a little bit different there. I had no negative experiences. So <laughs> I just I I probably did, but I just was strong enough to say that's not negative. Yeah. Well, it sounds like uh, 
you reframed your schooling experience to be a positive uh, uh, by yeah. saying, hey, you know what? This isn't the right path for me. I'm going to go charge down this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm that type of person. If I say I'm going to do it, I, I do it. For instance, uh, when my son was born, that was 26 years ago, I said, oh, I'm not going to drink anymore. I haven't had a drink for 26 years. So that's pretty committed, isn't it? That is pretty committed, but it's fantastic. You know, that's that's really, really uh, admirable and important uh, in, in operating life and business. So, yeah. well, listen, it's been wonderful. How can people, you know, reach out or get connected with yourself and your company and, and your products? Oh, look, um, I think you could probably add me on LinkedIn. Robert McKenzie, uh, add me on LinkedIn. You might be able to share that link. Yep. Um, or Instagram, Macca's Australian Black Angus Beef, or just Google me, Macca's Australian Beef Australia, and and just reach out and say, say g'day. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. You know, that, that's good enough. All right. Well, perfect. Well, thank you for your time today. 